honestly, if things went exactly according to the plans we created, what would be the point in living them forward? In some senses, we would be bored out of our minds because we would plan it and then it would happen and that would be that. So instead, we act in the present with the information that we have. And we need to stay resilient and agile and understand that this whole process, this messy process where things are constantly changing is just as important as the outcome. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Startup Parent Podcast. This is the show where we get to talk to working parents, entrepreneurs, and business leaders about what it looks like to raise kids while also building companies. If you're in the thick of it with your career or your business and you've got little ones at home, then you are in the right place. I'm your host, Sarah K. Peck. This is the fifth episode in our series, The 10 by 10. Each episode, we're taking 10 minutes to talk about our 10 core values. Today, I want to talk about number five. And it is one of those paradoxes that is frustrating and helpful, difficult, yet such a good reminder. And number five goes like this. Plans are important, and things rarely go according to plan. One of the hardest things about being a CEO or being a manager or a leader is finding and carving out space to think. That is one of the reasons why I made the Wise Women's Council. Twice a month, we bring wise, vetted experts in to support you in your leadership development. Our core business trainings help CEOs and leaders make complex decisions more easily, learn how to say no, learn how to ask for help, and build a life and a business based on whole person leadership principles. Our leadership sessions support you in deepening your own internal wisdom, building at your personal growth edges, and improving your stamina and energy reserves. It's called the Wise Women's Council. We've been running it for six years now, and we open only twice a year for enrollments, once in the spring and once in the fall. If you want to find out more about this program and what people have to say about it, head over to startupparent.com slash WWC. A wise doula once told me that in preparing for birth, she encourages women to consider the range of birth experiences and possibilities. So when we come up with a plan and we visualize, if that's something that you do, you visualize your perfect birth scenario or even start to examine your expectations, what it is that you want, what it is that you think is going to happen. Sometimes for the type A's among us, I will include myself in that group, it can be easy to start to create a plan that looks very much like an exact set of instructions. First, this will happen. Then this will happen. We'll be in labor for this many hours. I'll go to the hospital. Then I'll do this. Then I'll do that. And it can become a very articulated list of exactly what you think will happen. And the doula that I worked with was very helpful in saying, well, let's come up with a list of birth preferences rather than a specific birth plan. And what this did was it allowed me to consider the range of possibilities. Well, okay, hypothetically in this situation, what would you choose or what would you prefer? Having this set of preferences instead of a capital P plan allowed me to be able to plan for something that was effectively not planable. And when we step back and we think about it, babies are ultimately the biggest plan changer that we can have. Inviting a human into your life is like inviting chaos in. 
Babies have their own ideas, and what happens is often very different than the way we planned or expected. And so this is where the paradox lies. Should we forego making plans at all? Because if nothing's going to go according to plan, then why have a plan in the first place? And this philosophy is that in life and in business, making plans is great. We love plans and goals and ideas and visions. And having a plan for the future and having an idea about where you want to go can really be a powerful tool. It can equip you with the ideas for where you're going and the framework to operate within and the path forward for the next few months to a year. But we also know that more often than not, things don't always go according to plan. And that's where life gets really interesting. Because honestly, if things went exactly according to the plans we created, what would be the point in living them forward? In some senses, we would be bored out of our minds because we would plan it and then it would happen and that would be that. So instead, we act in the present with the information that we have. And we need to stay resilient and agile and understand that this whole process, this messy process where things are constantly changing, is just as important as the outcome. In a previous show, Aaron Boyle talked about how having kids is about inviting chaos into your life. And in trying to design and strive for a simple life, she wasn't ever going to be happy trying to make the entire dang thing perfect and simple. But she could find joy in the simple moments. In the five minutes in the morning, in the two minutes in the middle of the day, in the snuggles in the story time at night, and in the sweet little moments that punctuate different days. I think that the ability to show up and be messy right inside of it all, even as things are changing, is a skill that we can all cultivate and value. We're going to take a quick break. If you are thinking about joining us in the Wise Women's Council, make sure you apply to join us during our spring or our fall enrollment. Head to startupparent.com slash WWC to find out more about the Wise Women's Council. All right, let's get back into it. So then how does this apply to business, for example? I think that what we've heard from our early interviews and in many of the interviews that are coming down the line is that there's no perfect time to start a business. There's no perfect set of circumstances. In a lot of cases, when we're interviewing different people, we find that it was actually the fact that nothing went according to plan or the idea that so many things started to happen all at once that propelled them into business. For some women, it was losing a job or needing extra income or even the separation from a partner. Something suddenly changed. Nothing was going according to plan and they ended up starting a business. Sometimes it's thinking that a job is going to be the answer and realizing that when you're in the job, it's not what you expected or that they don't have the same vision that you have. And despite all your attempts otherwise, you realize that in order to make true what you believe, you have to step out and try it on your own. There's no right or perfect time to start a business, and there's no right or perfect time to have a kid. My family always jokes that, especially for me, because I do identify on the pattern mapping type A side of the spectrum, they said for me, my father would say, Sarah, if you wait until you're ready, you'll always be waiting. And to me, that was so important because I couldn't 
quite ever line everything up perfectly and make sure the plan was ready in order to start acting. Often it was the reverse that was true. I had to take that step forward and then kind of figure it out as I was going and then take the next step forward and figure it out a little bit more. And God, I wished for a plan. I wish there was just a set of instructions, but it was more about figuring it out as we went and looking at the plan I had from a year ago and saying, oh, interesting. That's what my past self thought about this. Wild. There's so much more now that I know. And Joseph Campbell has a quote about this that I really like. He says, if you can see your path laid out in front of you step by step, then you know it's not your path. Your own path you make with every step you take. That's why it's your path. I love this idea, and I hate it. It's like, well, why can't I just have the path in front of me? Why can't it just work out? And the idea that we have to take the steps forward and carve out the path as part of the process of growing our own path is something that's also reassuring and deeply relieving to me when I feel on those days, like I do a lot of times, that I don't exactly know where I'm going. This philosophy that we make plans, we make the best decisions given the information that's at hand, and then we know that things won't necessarily go according to plan. Sometimes they'll go better than our wildest dreams. Other times they'll go completely sideways. But this idea is almost the core of it all. This is fundamental to motherhood and to parenting and to entrepreneurship. We love plans. We love goals. We love big dreams. We love visions. We love this idea that we want to make new things happen in the world. And we know that plans only take us so far, that birth plans or birth preferences, that child raising, that startups, that teams, all of this is continually reset based on experience, based on new data, and based on pivoting to new ideas or plans. And we stay, again, in the cycles of it all, based on the growing information and the growing expectations and the growing experiences that we have. And as parents and as business owners and as entrepreneurs, the more we can say, all right, here's the vision, here's the idea, let's go figure it out, let's go see what happens, the more resilient we can be along the way. With that, we bring you our fifth core value of the paradox, that we can make plans and plans are important, but things often and rarely go according to plan. Thanks so much for listening in. As always, share your reflections on the blog. And while you're at it, hit subscribe on iTunes or leave us a review and tell us what you thought. If you want to go back and listen to the first four and you haven't listened to them yet, just go back in your podcast browser, wherever you listen to podcasts. And then as you're listening along, we have reflection questions for you for each episode. So today, I invite you to ask yourself, when in your life have you had something not go according to plan? And what happened instead? With this question, go leave a comment on our blogs, and then we will see you on the next episode. Thanks so much for joining us. I want to tell you a couple of things that people have said about the Wise Women's Council. One of our members said that business support is top-notch. On one of our calls, one person said, my mind is already blown and we're only seven minutes in. 
Hillary said, Sarah, you are one of the best facilitators I have ever met. And Dana said, if you're somebody that regularly designs community or holds space for other people, here's a place where you don't have to because Sarah has figured it all out for you and you can just be when you're in this space. Caroline said once on a call, she said, I'm normally one of those people that's thinking all the time about how you can facilitate something better. And Caroline said, I don't have to do that when I'm with you. Michelle said it's one of the only places she doesn't have to code switch between so many different identities. She doesn't have to hide being a mom. She doesn't have to hide being a business owner. She doesn't have to explain herself over and over again to different people and have them not understand her. If you are living at the intersection of parent, mom, business owner, leader, entrepreneur, facilitator, or you are running a company, come check out the Wise Women's Council. That's a place I made for you. It's what I needed when I first became a parent, and we've been running this program for six years. Head to startupparent.com slash WWC to find out more about the Wise Women's Council and apply to join us today. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining us today. It is a pleasure to be in conversation with you. You can find out more about everything we talked about and all of the show notes here on your podcast player, or you can head to our website, startupparent.com. I want to give another shout out to all of our amazing sponsors who help make this show possible. We are so grateful to get to work with you and partner with so many wonderful companies and organizations that are dedicated to making life better for entrepreneurs, female founders, and working parents. If you are interested in sponsoring the show and partnering with us, then head to startupparent.com slash sponsor, and you can send a note to our sponsorship team. Did you know that we have a new Substack and we have a secret podcast? Oh, yes, we do. Head to Startup Parents Substack. The link is startupparent.substack.com. I'll put the link in the show notes and check out our secret podcast. When you become a paid backer, when you upgrade your subscription and you join our community, you get lots of perks for being a community member. For our paid backers, I host a monthly private podcast where I dig into the nitty gritty of business building and parenting and everything in between. Listeners and readers get to submit questions, then I pick one or two each month and we dive deep into it. In addition, for our paid backers, we host our Startup Parent Monthly Book Club. This is where we get to talk about interesting books with other smart and interesting and kind people. And I run book club a little bit differently. You can read the book if you have time, but chances are you don't always have time to read the book. So the way I host book club is that anyone can join whether or not you've read the book because I give you a summary of it up at the beginning and then I frame up four questions from the book that we can talk about and you'll always be in rooms with other people that have read the book so we can share knowledge and wisdom. The purpose of book club is to have rich and interesting and insightful conversations not to judge you on whether or not you had a chance to read a book. So our secret podcast and our private book club those are just two of the perks that we offer for people who become community members and that's not all. I love getting to say that phrase. That's not all. There are actually a lot of other perks, and I'm going to let you discover them when you go to our Substack. Last but not least, if you liked this episode, I would be grateful if you would leave us a review. It means a lot to the show, and it helps other people find us. So definitely leave a review. I read every single one of them, and I'm so grateful when I see your name in my inbox and when I see that people are leaving more reviews. So thank you for doing that. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being here, and I will see you on the next episode.